Hello and welcome to the 361 Degrees Podcast, Season 5, Episode 7. My name's Ben Smith from Wireless Worker. I'm Rafe Blamford from the All About Sites. And I'm Ewan McLeod from Mobile Industry Review. Oh, comedy. See what we did comedy. there. Brilliant. There we go. Blamford thinking fast now. Laugh, laugh a minute. I had to plan that for a few minutes. Blamford was playing right along. There we go. It's almost as if we don't plan the intros. Okay. Uh, things of the week. Uh, do you have any things of the week this week? I, I'm looking at blank, blank, blank looks because we didn't talk about we're going to do them. Um, my, I, I'm going to do my thing of the week while you quickly ignore me and think about what your things of the week are. Um, I need help. Please save me from notifications. I've mentioned this, but I'm now in notification hell. Um, every time I receive an email during my working day, my desktop, my iPhone, my iPad, my BlackBerry, you know, pings. Um, if I get mentioned on Twitter, good help me because you know i've got like three twitter clients that you might be playing about with on on even one device and the things go absolutely nuts um it's getting to the point now where you know you get a twitter mention and i can hear the ipad go ping because the the i the i the message push or the icloud mm. push was slightly faster than the the delayed sync on the blackberry or whatever and it's just it's just deluged with noise and i'm going around turning things off as much as possible but all of the, I still even with the minimum possible on. I'm just still absolutely deluged, and I think I talked about it way back at MWC. But I want to. I want a system where my phone identifies the notification it's playing and listens to see if any other um, any other devices are playing that notification. Yeah. So you know, it, it it goes. Oh, I've got a notification. Give it a second. Give it a second. Nothing else has played that notification. Ping, and then the next device goes. Oh, I've got a notification. Oh, that that notification just pinged. I won't play it. Yeah. There you go. So that's what I that's what I want. Uh, my one is mailbox or evil mail. I just like to draw your attention to they, they were quite popular a little while ago. Um, these these services mailbox is a, uh, a mailbox zero client. They they're just mailbox and evil mail. Both of them evo mail uh, on iOS. I think mailbox is on Android as well. I uh, don't know about even mail to look that up, but they're both really interesting mail clients. I'm thinking of moving away from the native client on iOS and actually just using Mailbox for that. Um, and that's just because you can swipe, 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 swipe to, to remove stuff. I use Mailbox on, um, on on iOS, and I've also heard good things about Dispatch. Oh, right, I haven't tried that. I think, no, no, no I'm going to get it horribly wrong, but I think Dispatch is the is the one that has Exchange integration, which oh, right. is, you know, super, super good. Very nice. So. There you go. So yes, so um, that's uh, my thing of the week. Well, Just uh, have a look at it. Super Dave apps, Rafe Blanford. Uh, well, I was thinking about how much I enjoyed the strawberries we had in between uh, courses here. While well, I was desperately trying to think of my thing of the week. R- Rafe Blanford di- dines on goose, fine fine fruits, and the the the, the, fi- that one, didn't I? the finest of wines. Whilst we prepare the. Uh, the, the, well, that's part of the deal, though. That's that's true. Well, whilst, we just have to put up with that. Whilst the editorial calendar is the refined, listeners demand it, right? They want Blamford. They complain you. when he's not there. They complain when he's not being insulted. That's true. I mean, you and me, the surfs, we you know, get out of the hard graft of you know rigging the room for what for, for for audio and if only people knew the truth. Setting up the mobile studio while Rafe Blamford reclines on his chaise long, which has been brought in by his man, his gen- his gentleman servant. So okay. my thing of the week is actually right. trying to understand why people are interested in devices with really big screens. And I'm thinking about the Samsung Galaxy Note and, you know, five inches. And, you know, everyone's got into that game. Sony Ericsson's 
doing stuff there. And there, um, there's the Mega as well, isn't there? Which is even bigger. Or so, so. That, that's right. There's various ones, and even you know, we're getting it. You know, we've had it at the high end, which I can sort of understand, mm. but it's also now getting into the low end. And at the low end, you suddenly get these devices that are a five inch. There's a Samsung device. Mm. Um, has just done one, six twenty five. Yes. 4.7 uh, with quite low resolution you uh, YVGA so 480 by 800 pixels I don't actually get obsessed about the pixels per inch retina screens because it's actually not all that long ago that all screens were like that I mean the original the first two iPhones actually had a, a PPI of something around the 180 mark I, I believe I'd have to look it up I think it's if you if, I think it's if you're if you used a high one then it's hard to go back and I was going to say that's the thing and, and that's why most people say oh it's a really bad thing you know don't want these low resolution but of course people using these devices tend not to have used a, a higher one they don't know any better yeah. well they, they, they don't know any better it's like any of these comparison things but actually well, it, it was just bigger in a shop it's it sort of I'm not sure I personally understand the benefit from having something bigger so perhaps with some perspective in from other people i mean i I know it's about you know maybe not eye strain or something like that but it it seems to be something that's becoming more of a more of a trend one listener that i i i met a little while ago loves the podcast by the way says hello um we, we, we should get, remember his name. We, we, we should get him together with the other one, and we David can, maybe. Yeah, David. Um, I said no. I'll say hello to you in it, and then we didn't do a few. This, is, that break. this, is, this is why you're not so allowed to do David PR, PR for brackets, us. Someone's yeah. sorry, man. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, he said the reason he goes for the the huge ones, the Galaxy Note one and two, is because of the battery. He just says because they're bigger, okay. the battery's just better, and I can get through a full day. It's uh, not the screen size. Now, now that's interesting. Anyways, this week we uh, once 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 your Macau has, has coughed up his tongue. Um, we are talking about tablets, which is a fairly broad church topic, but it's not yeah. one that we covered uh, very much on three six one before. And so, um, first of all, we should probably talk about what tablet devices we use and we wanted to talk about really kind of where the tablet market Vision. yeah where it's going because there's a there's a there's a lot you can talk a lot about tablets and say oh you know it, nothing but the ipad matters and in purely immediate factual commercial terms for for the likes of you and me you and when we're mm. when we're involved in helping customers build software that's pretty that's much it. true but it's not to say that that will always be the case or indeed that things happening elsewhere in the market aren't interesting for for, for the discerning the discerning listener but for the next five years commercially are we wedded to ipad five years is a long time five yeah five tablets haven't yeah. been around meaningfully for five years but i think that they are what we're going to see is there's a lot of investment going into that in right pre- i'm thinking of airlines ten thousand you know it, it, but in, in a previous podcast you mentioned that you had five ipads in your family yes and that shocked me why well not because I think it's wrong or bad, but because I thought that it would take a little bit longer for, for people to get there. But I think that that's going to become the norm, which is the number of computers owned will diminish mm. and that the iPad will be kind of the personal computer, as it were. And then there, there, there might still be some sort of computer for processing and those sorts of things. But many in many houses now, in many sort of relatively tech-savvy houses, everyone will have their own laptop. Yes. You know, you might have the kid's laptop mm. or a cheap one or whatever, but everyone will have a computer to do computer stuff. Um, and I think that we'll get to the point now where everyone will have a tablet to do tablet stuff. And I wonder actually whether or not you'll have multiple tablets. So you'll have not just maybe one that mm. belongs to you, but you'll have the kitchen tablet. Yeah, the family one. Well, but, but the I was one that you do the test corridor on. Well, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, Waitful. I'm thinking, yeah, the the waterproof or the splashproof one, or the one that you've got clipped yeah. to the to the, the kitchen counter or something. Because when 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 Gillian and I, 
my wife, hello, the wife, um, when we cook, um, not because we're trying to be tech savvy, but because all our recipes are in Evernote, we we sit there, well, sit there, we stand there in the count in the kitchen with with two iPads up in front of us with the recipe on. Wow. I mean, and it's it's not kind of planned or thought about, but it's just kind of how it works. It's just how it works, and and I can well imagine now that you know I can see more tablets coming into our life, not because they're tablets, but because that they fit much better into all of those real world scenarios. You want to use them. Yeah, I mean, what's interesting about that is kind of talking about the post-PC definition that's been so popular, but I don't really see tablets necessarily replacing PCs altogether. I think it's just a subtle change in the way that people are living their digital lifestyle, for want of a better word. Can, can I test a, just a theory, though? Mm. What about if tablets didn't... What about if tablets only replaced PCs where people didn't really need PCs? There, I think you have a point, and... What you were saying about everyone in the family having a, a, a PC or a laptop, that's because it was a way to sort of, that was your digital it was the, gateway. It was you the had only to have way one. you could get It was the only yeah. way. I still think there'll be a PC in most homes because there are things that PCs do better than tablets. Um, and or Screen sizes and input and it, methods. It, screen sizes, the amount of storage you have on them, even arguably, you know, text, keyboards text and things entry. like that. Text yeah. entry. Um, and... It, it, it's this idea that you can have one device that does everything. You know that's what smartphone convergence was all about. And actually, we've seen that kind of go onto the backbone. There, there is an element of that, of course. Yeah. Um, so I, I think Ben's quite right to see this kind of vision of families with everyone having a tablet because that becomes the ultimate personal device. Yeah. And then you might still use a PC if you're doing creation, you know, work processing, you writing, outside, edit, yeah. editing, um, and that that is a change. But it's interesting that Ben talked about multiple tablets as well because, you know, it's treated as a single category and I think there needs to be a distinction between the tablet that kind of lives in the home and then the tablet that goes with you. And and sometimes for some people they'll be the same, but for a lot of people they'll actually be different and it's the rise of the 7-inch tablets, which I think is really interesting because the 10-inch tablets, you know, the classic iPad, it's in your bag thing, it's quite a big item to bring with you. The smaller ones feel to me a lot more portable. And that's certainly been reflected in my personal usage. Mm. You know, tablet has been a, a content consumption device around the home when it was 10 inches. As soon as it shrunk a bit, it became a far more portable, portable device. Yeah. And actually, the sort of things I do on them are, qu- are quite different. I've been carrying around an iPad since since there were iPads, frankly, and it, yeah, mixed use. And actually, it's uh, I noticed that um, I, I, I tend, at the moment, I tend not to use it a, a, a great deal because I'm not travelling quite as much or when I'm travelling I'm driving so I don't right. have the opportunity to, to, to use it and I was, u- was using it loads but I was noticing that um, we uh, I have I have a sort of a, a 10 inch tablet and it's 3G and it's quite a big you know expensive investment and so I bring it around with me all the time but it's actually not so convenient but actually the, the tablets that get the most use are the cheaper ones that we just have lying about the house that you just pick up so we've or got a, down. We've, got a, we've got an iPad mini uh, that actually most of the time uh, sits on my wife's um, bedside table and before going to bed she'll sit there and watch uh, iPlayer streaming or something like that and uh, I've got um, I've got an old playbook you know super cheap just use it for random web, web surfing you know in front of the TV or something like that because it's as Rave says it's more comfortable to, to hold you know because the the 10 inch iPad's quite quite big mm. and so again I can I can well imagine that as all these Cloud services and sync services mean that I don't need care about which device I'm handling. Everything's just immediately there. Um, certainly, I was really surprised how well seven-inch tablets fitted into my life, and it's why I agree with you. What you were saying earlier, Rafe, is 
for me, phablets and, and kind of really massive mobile phones, they're missing something. I'd rather have a pocketable something and then, uh, and then a seven-inch tablet. Yeah. And it comes to that question of, you know, is everyone going to have a computer, a tablet, and a phone? And we sort of address that by saying we expect there may be a computer in the house. And I th- still think most, you know, heavy tech users will have a, a laptop as well. Um, but the kind of that laptop phone combination feels quite common. And it's definitely the tablet is the additive item. Can I explain to you why I've got five iPads at home? Yes. Uh, so I have two, big one and a small one. Don't actually have the big one at the minute because I left it in the flipping airplane. Uh, but I so I still can't I, so actually I have four you pay, you've paid for five yes yes I currently feel as though I've got five um, so I've got an iPad mini and then we have three other minis wife has one um, my three year old has one and the one year old has one your one year old has an iPad mini yeah. that, that's, that, that distresses me a little I have no, to let say me, let me explain All right, I want to explain this because I um, we were now and again uh, the three year old or the two year old when he, you know, would would get glued to the iPad uh, when he's sitting at the dinner table. And that would be a concern for my wife and I. I don't want that because I don't like to see... Your kids read by your tablet. Well, no, I don't, I don't like to see it when, when you're in a restaurant or I'm walking by. Frequently, I'm walking by restaurants in the evenings. And I'll see... Yeah, I'll, well, I'll see two children, mother and father chatting to each other, and the two children, headphones on, headphones on, right, plugged into their iPads or equivalent or phones. Uh, individually, so they're 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 in a completely different zone, and the parents are just chatting to each other and having a great time. I don't like to see that, but then of course we need to get food into our son, and if he's watching some pirate thing, pirate Pete or whatever, or Tractor Ted, Tractor Ted, he will, you know, you can actually spoon stuff into him and he'll eat it, and then he'll sleep and wake up the next day feeling nice. So that there is a element of that. So I want to be careful of that, and we we were, be, we were being very sensitive to this. At the same time, I'm comp- always telling my wife, look, they have to be. Utterly, utterly familiar with this stuff. We can't have our children, for whatever reason, maybe we're trying to be some kind of inverse, because I'm such a techie. Um, I need to make sure that in uh, when our children come out into the real world, they, they, they speak this stuff back to front. Can, can I, can, yeah. also, can I just, so it's interesting, because often um, people are people are cagey about giving uh, devices to, to children, and, and tablets are often the first kind of, Things that you might give to children, mm. you know, because uh, obviously phones require contracts, but yes. tablets are just Wi-Fi. And and I I agree with with your philosophy, which is don't make it exceptional, don't make it amazing, because the it's like um, anything you restrict, anything you ration, yes, you know, mean means then that it's kind of desirable, it's forbidden, and yes. point, whereas it should just be routine and part of and part the, of life. And we've been trying to make it so that they're not, they're not depending on it, right? I don't no, want it to depend be on the, it. Babysitter, it should just be another tool in their life. Now, what changed my perspective a little bit? So we've encouraged the use more recently. We went and got another one to make it easy so they both had one. And Um, and the one-year-old, just just, he just wants to be like his brother, right? He doesn't really get much use out of it at the minute. Um, And I just testing out very as well. I just wanted to have it delivered. See episode six, I think. Five. Five. All right, sorry. Uh, Now... We went to the nur- the three year old's nursery and they had a um, an, an open evening and I sat down um, on very very small chairs. It's quite <laughs> interesting. <laughs> You'd have thought they'd have yeah. brought in anyway. Um, so both both sat there and, and the other two, the nursery staff, are sat there in their small chairs. And um, I asked a question about iPads. I said, just you know, interesting. What's what's your policy? And they've got an iPad in the nursery that they use and they they, they show off and they they play with. And I was expecting the lady to say, oh. You know, just use it sparingly. Don't you know? But actually, they said, "Sorry, 
you don't have. I thought they had an. I thought you had iPads at home. I said, well, yes, but you know, we don't don't really. We try not to encourage it. She said, why? Um, where's the effect of what, what, what? Don't be ridiculous. Um, she says, well, it's it's really important for their shape comprehension and all this kind of stuff. And it's really you know, the technology there. You should be using it. And I felt a little bit chastened because I'd been obviously making sure that they 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 had access to this stuff, but I was trying to be a little bit. Um, sensitive. So, so if 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 we're saying that that tablets are going to arrive into young people's lives, you know, very yes. very early, um, and we're also saying that we think people are going to have multiple tablets for different different use cases in their life, you know, trying to get all mm. technical, but you know, kind of there'll be a kitchen one, there might be a, a reading one, there might actually a TV one, room one, a or TV something. room one, or a second screen one, you know, yeah. to be the TV remote slash interactive element of the TV. Mm. Um, and actually I was telling you guys just before recording this, that I bought a book recently, a literally a physical book. And I felt a bit disgusted with myself, but um, <laughs> I bought it because all my other books are on Kindle and I'm going to make a f- flight soon and I know I'm going to spend loads of time in places, including in US immigration, where you can't have electronic devices on. And so I just, you know, yeah. uh, and I was thinking, well, actually, um, you know, maybe if I have, maybe if I owned a Kindle, that would be more acceptable to use in those situations, but I don't yeah. want to own a Kindle because you don't need lots of devices. Mm. Well, actually, maybe I do. You know, maybe, yeah, yeah. maybe as prices come down, it will be all right for me to have you know, just as many Kindle, as many tablets and Kindles as I would have books or, you know, mm. this kind of stuff. So we're going to see that that, that, that dividing up. But how, is, how are all these things going to be yeah, that's top connected? Vision. How um, are these things going to be connected? Because I've got, my, I've got one of my tablets with a 3G chip in it. It's got a dedicated contract. It's, it's not expensive, particularly, and I get loads of data and I've got Wi-Fi. But if you're saying to me, do I, would I like five of those contracts or would I like four of those contracts? Or in your case, would I like to pay for my family's contracts? Mm. I'm beginning to think, no, thank you. No, no, I, I, 10 to 15 quid per device <laughs> per month, that's, that begins to add up and get quite annoying. The, all the ones I've bought here for the family are all Wi-Fi. Yeah. I mean, even if you talk about the shared data plans that operators are just starting to do, mm. and, well, thinking about in the UK, it's more common in the US, that does tend to be $10 a month per device. And if you're talking about five devices, doesn't make sense and wi-fi is fine but mm. so that's what i think does ameliorate against this idea of tablets for each situation in the home i mean i still think there's you know possibility of just having one or two tablets but i do wonder if there's a capability to put them in different cases or accessories to kind of let them do different things but and it depends on your particular lifestyle i mean if you're living in a small house i think the work required to go and lift it from the kitchen next to the tv is, is smaller um, but where they, you do get the exception to that is when you are getting these really, really cheap Android tablets, you know, going under the £100 mark sometimes. And they, they, they I, I, I can see as special use, but I still see you having one main tablet device just as you have one main phone in most circumstances. What was the word you used there? Ameliorate. Word of the week. Word of the week. Ameliorate. The definition, please. To ameal. <laughs> <laughs> right. Vision. Uh, my vision is completely copied from Star Trek so you know how Captain Picard would walk about with different sized pads they did have different sized ones they were I I feel they were a 5 inch um, one and then maybe a 7 or a 10 I feel from watching we are are trading dangerously on getting angry angry letters from from, from Star Trek geeks we're getting it wrong yeah no but oh well they should be I mean I think delighted because I wonder how much is this industry channeling Star Trek? 
I think there is a lot of that going on subconsciously. Because you think the way that it works in Star Trek is the device is just it's just something physical. You, you want to carry something, have a look at it. The, the, but often in those situations, they're being handed around like clipboards and things as well. Yeah, they? and, and he, 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 I remember the captain is going tap to review. He wants to review some schematics or he wants to review something. Well, they, and they have a look did, at it. They, they did seem to think that you used a stylus for text entry, which I can remember thinking on Star Trek they got that wrong. Yeah, that was actually on Deep Space Nine. Jake Sisko, when he was writing his novels, was using a stylus. Just to oh, right. demonstrate my it's, geek credential there, that I do actually know about Star Trek. But you're right, the, the, the interesting thing about that was also the ability to put those pads on tables yes. in engineering and in their quarters that would then, uh, it was basically surface computers yes. or table computers, and that's something... Well, it, it was a computer in the sky or what, in the, in the, in the ship... Basically, they were super ship. connected, right? They were super connected, but they're also different screens, effectively, that you yes. could then throw the same, stuff on, to the same onto, data, generally. To, to the same data. And I wonder data. whether, you know, in all this talk about tablets, we kind of miss the idea that there's potentially other computing devices that could sit in this home context and do tablets. the things we think about. Effectively, dumb, dumb terminals. And, you know, it's the idea of the internet-connected fridge, which comes up time and time again. But the idea of some kind of screen in the kitchen does appeal without it necessarily needing to be a full tablet, you know, just as the way we talk about it in cars, but also the dining room table. Could that then be a way to, you know, view lots of photos in one go or, or files? And, yes. you know, there are, Microsoft has done the Surface yeah. computing initiative and there are various other concepts. We don't mention so, the Surface anymore, though. No, the, well, it's, <laughs> the Surface then got turned into something else. But I, I do wonder whether there's this obsession with tablets without thinking there's, you know, potential for more computing mechanisms in the home, because you know the tablet is still fundamentally limited in many ways by its mm. very form factor. I also think that that we're going to bump into tablets providing computing in kinds of new places now as yes. well. So um, the the one that always inspires me is the the um, the square style payment. Oh mechanism. yeah, I love that. So yeah. so it, at the moment it's quite crude, but you plug in a little reader, it can go into your phone or to your tablet. You run the app and it turns it into a merchant terminal. Uh, and and all of a sudden your small business or or your your hobby or your team or your you know whatever your your cafe kickstand well but, yeah, but it can boot it, sale yeah but it, exactly but you can you can suddenly start to take money you can take credit cards on those sorts of things and I think all of these that, big exhibitions by the way all of them have it you know when you go somewhere like the big comic con or whatever yes you want to buy t-shirts there yeah, it's all or, or even local traders you know someone comes around to you know change your locks yeah do a bit of carpentry and, and that's where it makes so much sense to me because the hassle of having to remember to pay a bill or get your checkbook out and so that's where a tablets anymore you know you know tablets start to do something really interesting there because once you attach that kind of thing to it and i think you could apply this to other accessories mm. in business in your personal life you can then start to put smart apps on them that then do interesting things with you know customer relationship management or yeah, statistics I, or I, analytics i was even going to pitch for something slightly more boring about um think about think about when you walk into a meeting room in a hotel or into mm. in, in in your office and there might be some kind of presentation system there might be some light control system there might be some pa system or a conference phone or whatever yeah. and they're always disparate bits of tech and yet running some weird operating system running some weird rubbish operating, ui yeah. and, and yet you know kind of um, tablet devices uh, would would allow that all to be you know completely completely integrated and completely shared yeah. um, and also i think that there's there's something interesting happening with with tablets which isn't really about tablets it's about the 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 ecosystem which is people are building people are people are building the same experiences as exist on the web for tablets but they're making them smaller bite-sized apps 
they're thinking they're refining the UX they're yeah. thinking about you know the way of presenting things and so frequently it you get a nice so for example um I was using what was I what was I using now I was selling my car I was selling I was selling my old car a few weeks back mm-hmm. and I was looking for a new one and I got a nicer browsing experience through the the auto trader which is you know the, uh, the yeah. there used to be a classified listings the responsive design was it oh, actually no this is an app so the oh, right. the okay. app on the right. iPad I felt was a more pleasant experience with which to quickly skim pictures uh, and you could apply filters I mean like search like any kind of shopping experience yeah. you know you set criteria for what you want and then you browse through pictures uh, that was a nicer experience than going through the website or going through the you know oh. the other exper- the other UIs that they have and I mean none of them are terrible but increasingly in, but, but increasingly I see the the because because people expect the the mobile and particularly the tablet experience to need to be done quickly. It needs to be done by somebody who is perhaps not hugely tech savvy because a lot of brands, you know, um, the shopping and that kind of stuff. I really think that actually tablet, designing for tablet is actually bringing improvements to to app experiences and shopping experiences just by virtue of the need to, to redesign, you know. the And the, well, the opportunity as well. The, so Auto Trader will have a team and a huge big CMS that's quite unwieldy and very expensive to change. But when they got the, the app, guys, and they can go back to basics, right? Yeah. They have to go back to basics. And what's interesting is those tablet experiences are, are quite rich. I mean, one of the, my frustrations is that people talk about mobile and will often put smartphones and tablets into the same category, when in fact I think they're very different experiences. Mm. Um, and I would say tablet is as different to smartphone as tablet is to sort of desktop PC or, or laptop. And it, it's something that I think more service providers need to recognise and if I was trying to summarize it and distill it down into something very simple, I'd say the smartphone is about glanceability and very short experiences. On the tablet, you can actually have a longer experience. It's a bit more comfortable. Well, people spend more, right? They spend more they on the tablet on the tablet apps and services than they do on the on the phones. And, yeah. and I actually think, uh, you know, if you're talking about the future of apps in general, you probably need to look more at tablets than you do at smartphones because I think smartphones you know it's going to be about the core feature and of course there will be some apps on there but tablets will be the ones which become the consumption device that disposable app and and that's why i think actually ios by accident more than by the design has a bit of a benefit mm. because Absolutely. you you can't take an iphone app and run it on an ipad other than in that kind of emulator blow up the screen mode yes. whereas i i uh, whereas android apps will just keep scaling up and up and up. Mm. And so many of the Android apps that I've seen and hated are really designed for smartphones and have just got to been scaled up to like a seven-inch tablet or something yeah. like that. Uh, and it's no accident that uh, the recent Google um, announcement, they had one a couple of weeks ago, they announced that Google Play, the store, would be getting a section for tablet-optimized apps, i.e. where developers have made a special effort, and, and I'm sure we'll see more of that. And they're late to that because the reason that that shopping experience I was telling telling you about, that that mobile experience was so optimized, was because because of the restrictions in the in the Apple ecosystem, the, the developer had had to think about all those factors we just talked about, about the longer dwell time, about the experience yeah. and those kinds of stuff, because they had to redesign the app because of that, you know, because of that incentive. So... Do you think, though, that tablets could ever get to the point where they supersede smartphones? So the fact that I've got a 7-inch tablet and, okay, it's not pocketable, but I tend to carry it around with me all of the time. You know, how far are we away from then just having a Bluetooth headset and that being the the, the comms part? I don't think we're far away from that at all. I see a lot of people nowadays, 
that um, some of the developers we're working with, it's a tablet and Skype, Bluetooth. And because they're dealing with people internationally, they're, they're constantly on Skype with a Wi-Fi connection in the office. Yeah. Um, with LTE when they go out as well. So it's good enough. You know, it's pretty good now to be able to do that. They're constantly alive. Um, they're constantly chatting to each other. If anything, the only frustration I see with these guys is they want a, a little bit more persistence or persistence with the uh, with the app experience because the iPhone or the iOS tablet devices are very you know one app at a time. Um, if you want to go into uh, Skype, you have to load it up again. Some of, there is a little bit of backgrounding, but it's pretty poor, and that's why I've been saying, hey, maybe you should try a Surface. And I think they might actually have a better experience alt-tabbing, basically, um, to, 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 to still get that persistent connection because they want to chat, look at a website, look at a document. S- s- gen- not the same time, but uh, you know, um, in the same conversation. That can get a bit annoying when things have to reload all the time. Uh, it, it's interesting. And we, having already said, don't treat tablets and smartphones as the same thing. You can't really treat top end of tablet and bottom end mm. as the same and, you know, we haven't talked about Microsoft and Surface at all, mm. but the way there, you know, the Surface Pro, at least, is basically a PC that happens to be in a tablet form factor. Yeah. And there's some really interesting promise there, I think, for for the enterprise. You know, I put a note up on the site, uh, my mobile lens review a little while ago, maybe three or four weeks ago, saying, Surface, is that the Surface dead then? Is that it? And actually, a few people that I really do rate came back and said, no. No, I went out, I thought it was rubbish to begin with, but I went out and bought one. I tried it, and I'm buying them from all, all my teams now because the productivity is unsurpassable. And what they're saying is you get the Windows benefits because so many people still have to use Windows. They still have to use the corporate apps, and they still have to use Outlook or something similar. They've got to use Word and all, all these other things. So that, that the familiarity, the alt-tabbing, the, all the keyboard no. shortcuts still is very, very useful. And I've been, I, uh, I'm sorry to say, I'm thinking about a Surface. So... Let's just quickly, yeah. uh, you, you're, you're edging towards talking about tablets being something richer than than a pure consumption device because consumption is yes. just easy. You know, nice big piece of glass in front of you when you're on the move yes. so you can read a book or watch a yep. film and that's kind of like the, the straight line bit of thinking. Mm. Um, now, in my house, it is the, the standard, well, actually, it's the standard joke that when you go on holidays, anyone holding up an iPad to take a picture oh, you know, needs to be shot. Yes. But what I'm wondering about is, that's only really because at the moment they're terrible media capture devices. Yeah. But are they terrible media capture devices? You know, that's a nice big screen with which to frame it your... It is really quite a fun experience, your, isn't your it? Photo. So how no, lo- I'm sorry. It's, how, it's so not good. How, how, long until, how long until tablets have... Um, I mean, the cameras in these things are actually very good. How long until the, the camera gets improved and until the form factor allows to build in some nice stereo microphones in the way that some of the more advanced Nokia had, handsets yeah, do for the, the, for the um, but for the rich stereo, I mean, uh, and that sort of thing. Mm. And how long until these things become, okay, not, not, you don't carry them around every day, but if you're going to an experience, you're going to a concert or you're going out for a piece of, you're going out to do some tourism or you're going to see, a bit, um, you're going to a historical mm. place or something like that. How long until tablets become something that are actually? I don't know for, if they're, if they're already. I see capture. tourists around the, the, especially I was staying in a hotel on Tower Hill there the other week. And there's tons of tourists everywhere around there looking at the Tower of London, all iPads. I mean, uh, I think it's already happening, and there's nothing to stop it from a hardware point of view. I think there is a bit of a social backlash about holding up something so big, and I actually think the other thing I is, think it's you know, a bit Bluetooth dongly. I don't know if it's that big a problem. 
holding up a big tablet compared to a camera, I think, is an issue. And you were asking, you know, can... Well, yeah, but it's what, what have you got on you? And you've got the iPad. Uh, that, that, that's true. Uh, and I think there is a, a case there. But you were asking, you know, can tablets replace a smartphone? And I actually think it's part of the same question. No doubt at all. It's more convenient to hold up a smaller pi- object to take a picture. Um, and we've seen various approaches to try and combine these two together. And I think Asus's pad phone, sorry, Asus, yeah. almost uh, yeah. pronounced yeah, that one. Uh, is an interesting approach, but it feels still quite clunky. It's that you know the idea that you can basically unslot your smartphone from the back of the tablet. It's also, I think that 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 as a design doesn't feel compelling to me because I agree. The, the chips and the, the chips and the memory and the bits that you are unifying between the two devices there aren't really the expensive part. You know exactly. Uh, uh, you know there is potential for work there, but you end up kind of compromising both devices. But the problem with you know. Uh, tablets replacing smartphones is one of portability and you only need to have one period of time where the tablet's too inconvenient to take with you or too big to take with you and that immediately breaks down what i do think has potential is for uh, a phone and a tablet to have much closer uh, links together and we've talked about you know, doing that yeah. on the cloud and mm. can, can you have an identical experience on both it's not about the experience, actually. It's about the data that you've got stored on it. And that then starts to get interesting. We haven't seen much of that yet. I mean, Apple is trying to do it with some of its, you know, I, that's what iCloud is about in essence. But uh, I, I think that's where I could see some potential where you could choose to take the tablet instead of the smartphone because it's got everything you need and it's got the necessary radios in it for doing phone calls. But I still think the smartphone, just because that, you know, four inches screen in your pocket, it's the ultimate in portability and glanceability. And you, you know, tablets for me are still additive, and I can't see that changing. No, I've been staying in a lot of hotels recently. I've been doing a lot of work in London and seeing a lot of American tourists. Uh, everyone, every one of them has an iPad. They just, they just have an iPad. There's two or three on a table. I think between the family. But I think right now that's because the iPad it's is the, the cool thing. No, it's not the cool. Just the cool thing. The iPad is the only tablet that gives you an ecosystem that regular consumers will invest in. If you're yes. sitting, if you're sitting there at home thinking, actually, no, Andrew's perfectly good, then then you are a a tech geek because you you, you can you can have a you can have a perfectly good Android experience, but it requires knowledge, time. Um, and and sort of a careful selection of the product yeah. as well. It's rough edges compared to the yeah. smooth well, experience. It's, it's lots of rough edges, but it's also much more a kind of a power user kind of experience yeah. at the moment. Whereas you go to the Apple Store, you buy an iPad, and you get a really good tablet experience without having to put any effort in yourself. And that's what consumer electronics should yeah. be about. Now, this is anecdotal, but you know, I saw a family uh, the other night with uh, the dad as his work iPad because I saw him launching good. I could see the screen for the, the good messaging, um, and then his uh, his daughters both had uh, iPad Minis, wife oh. was just an iPhone. But let me—I have got a question for you about um, the future tablets and sizing. Sizing. There's been rumours of Apple looking at bigger iPads. Can the market? Will the market bear? How will the market deal with a 12-inch, a 15-inch iPad? A big iPad, right? A bigger one. So ten is the standard size of the minute, ten inches. What about a twelve? What about a fifteen? I can, I can, I can see that they, I can see that the, the physically they could get larger. I mean, the number of the number of times that you would be able to use it would be reduced. But I can understand a home tablet, let's say yeah, a tabletop, a tabletop tablet or something like that. But the 
the issue for me is at the moment is that the reason I don't like, or the reason that I've found the small tablets so pleasant to use is that text entry it, text entry is clunky on mm. the larger tablets because you need to use two-hand typing and then how, where you, how you're holding the device or, or the keyboards aren't, aren't great. And so the small tablet is, is sort of an easier typing experience. But also the weight. You know, now the weight of these devices is reducing, yeah. but it's a 10-inch tablet, is, is a 10-inch iPad is still something quite heavy to hold for an extended period of well, time. The latest ones, I mean, I, I was always disappointed yeah. after the two because the, the three was really heavy. It, it, it is, and it, I mean, it's not not heavy and relative to a laptop, but it, but again, mm, it was com- uncomfortable to use. You sit in front, sit on the sofa, oh, well, yeah. propping it up on your knees for long enough, and it, it makes your arm ache. So, I think they need to reduce the weight hugely, and then much bigger tablets, but but consequently something that you can you can manage to carry. I, I think the idea is interesting, but it comes back to the definition of what's a tablet, and a fifteen-inch tablet feels to me a bit like an iMac that's. No, the screen is no longer on a stand. It's something you can pick up and move about. Right, what but about the, twelve inch? The twelve inch. I'm that's, not, that's paper size, right? Yeah, iPad's it's not iPad. The, the big iPad is just smaller than A4, right? It, it's interesting. I mean, I think it's possible, and uh, but I, I, I would see Apple maybe doing something more revolutionary. I mean, one of the things that gets talked about with, with tablets, and it's mainly from Microsoft, but it's also started being a conversation in the Apple world: is when do you merge with the you know the PC operating system or OS X? Windows, you know, that's yeah. already happened in the Surface. Mm. Uh, could the same happen in the Apple World and you get these things, especially when you think about the form factors, when you've got laptops, or they're described as laptops, but they undock and become a tablet and the mm. transformers. And so, but I, I have a problem with this, that, that even, even though I think Windows, has, Windows 8 hasn't done a terrible job of it, the, the whole idea of switching between touch-centric and, and, and you know, mouse-keyboard-centric input is... It, Really requires you to design your UX, your user experience, uh, completely differently, and therefore yeah, one that one that is, is suitable for both is a compromise, and then you know can't be mainstream. I, I, I absolutely agree. I mean, I'm talking more about the possibilities on form factor here, and I think that's one of the unaddressed questions: is how do you, you know, just as you know, smartphones have a, a need to be designed for that UX, that small screen and tablets. We've talked about it with apps. The same applies when you then go up to to a computer, and there's. I think the jury's still out on touch on you know big computers, but it seems laptops are certainly is go, going that way. Well, it's interesting. I mean, still aren't. we could have it's, a it whole appears conversation to be universally panned by a lot of the media. Uh, yeah, I, which I, can I, translate into reality. I, I, you know, I've seen mixed reactions, and some people really like it. Yeah, I was in PC World down in the city. Right, there were I think three, three Windows desktops. That was it on yeah, display. I mean, it, it's not Some... an area I've given much thought to. I'm just sort of putting it out the wind here. I think we have, you know, touch as an input mechanism does make a lot of sense, but treating it as being the only way you're going to interact with your computer doesn't make sense. And, and that's why, I, and that's why I think that you might you might use similar styling, similar design language, but I think that you will always have a keyboard and mouse centric or keyboard and touchpad centric. Uh, UI for computers and a touch-centric one for 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 tablets, and yeah. that that will be the, the I, defining and the, the definition of a tablet will be far more around something that is touch and mobile. Yes, what, and and that's that's where I agree with you on yeah. form factors, but I, I think there's still some experiments to come on this. You know, combining things together, you know, the transformer type devices. So that's sort of at the top end where things will be more expensive, and then at the bottom end when we're talking about the seven-inch screens or potentially smaller, I suppose. That's where it's the low cost, and it, it's sort of 
just as you know, smartphones spread out over a price range, we're kind of seeing the same thing happen now with tablets, and that will happen more in the next few years. Although, I, I agree that 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 low, you know, ch- cheap seven-inch tablets will open up a new market and it will drive innovation, it will drive volumes. But actually, I would always hope that um, the fact it's a small screen doesn't mean it's a cheap device uh, because my, yes. again, I mean, my preference doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of the market, but my personal preference would be a very high-end, very well-specified, very, you know, excellent screen, seven-inch device. Because yes. it's, it's I, 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 w- I want to put most of my expenditure, most of my investment into a device that I can bring with me into more scenarios and the smaller screen size, uh, you know, for Is that. Is that why you haven't bought an, an iPad mini? I, I just can't go back to a device without a retina screen. So as soon that's as, not even a first world problem, is it? As soon as, as soon as there is a Retina iPad Mini, <laughs> a zero world problem. As soon as there is a Retina iPad Mini, I will buy one. But it's It'll just double the weight. It's interesting that you know so much of consumer electronics, you know, it's bigger is better, and so you know, I think the same actually applies in the smartphone. Where we've just seen HTC announce the HTC One Mini, which is like the HTC One, great bit of industrial design, but actually they've cut down on like they've gone down to a gigabyte of RAM, which on an Android device it's starting to I, I think affect that, the experience. I and think I don't be, want the same thing to happen to tablets. I think there'll be a pushback sooner or later. I'll start sure. with smartphones where people say, "I want a small, fast, small and fast." Okay, um, we're running out of time, so let's do um, our one tablet wish. Ooh. Go on. So, what? What okay, your, your, can... your your wish for the future? So, my one, my my one tablet wish is that um, screen, well, industrial design or screen technology or glass technology means that um, screens were completely resistant to dirt and fingerprints, so that I can enjoy my beautiful rich, high-colour, beautiful UI, uh, you know, all my media without looking through a haze of fingerprints and, and grotty touch marks and things like that. Mine is predictable, uh, although it might not be a problem for a lot of people. It's battery, right? Okay, I, I want the battery to be excellent. And on the iPad, I think it's probably fair to say that, generally speaking, that's not a bad thing, we're, we're especially over, the big one, right? We're overdue some wireless, some wireless charging, aren't we, on tablets? Yeah, I'd imagine, yeah. But on, on some of these other tablets, especially the 7-inch ones and the lower-cost ones, yeah. the battery experience is very poor, I mean, really poor. Yeah. Ralph Blanford? Uh, I think my wish list is more about the conversation because you've just come up with two of the things that bother me about tablets, and that's just a reminder that these are actually still quite expensive devices, and so it's not universally affordable. Yeah, you know, your, your smartphone is still going to be the priority for most people. And just you know, bear that in mind when you think about where services are going and who who's developing them, because not everyone's fortunate enough to be able to go right. Going to have a tablet for every member of the family, and or I can't have a tablet unless I just simply can't look at anything unless it's Retina. Exactly, you know, there's, there's different attitudes within that, and so I, I just you know, it's like all consumer electronics. When does it become essential, and it's when does it become a, a public right to have one? And I can remember when you know computers were still a luxury item that not everyone had one at home. Um, tablet. I, I think the, the kind of the pace for that to happen is going to be far less for tablets, but it, it's still relatively early days for tablets. If you look at the sales numbers, for example, I think I think you're right. But I think if you look at the pattern of the past, where you know um, you, you you started off with with sort of the people complained that services were prim- were being favoured on the internet, for example, and yeah. now and now digital by default is even acceptable for public sector and government services mm. and all these kind of things, which are kind of quite crucial to people's lives and actually i would be really interested to see when we move from digital by default to 
your own device by default. So yeah. you don't just talk about delivering an app or, or, an, or an internet site or something to, to a device as a way of giving people service, but actually rely on people having those devices as part of a physical interaction. So when you go into a store, you're using your device to query the stock levels yes. or you're, you're getting, uh, you know, you're, you're maybe you go to a railway station and you buy the ticket on your device and just take it out of a printer or something like that, you know, where, where, where it, well, the whole thing runs on your device. Well, the whole thing runs on your device in, because, the because, because the device is in my hand. I don't need to queue up to use it. or I don't It's the transaction to, engine. I get, ubiquity by default. Ubiquity by default. There we go. And on that beautiful closing note, I think we'll wrap it up. Um, again, I, uh, this is where the, the listeners will have much better ideas th than we will. Definitely. So where are tablets going? Actually, is there anyone out there who's still not buying a tablet? Is there anyone out there who doesn't believe in it and is sticking with their smartphone or who thinks that they've actually... Fablets, you know, your six-inch smartphone will negate the need for 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 a tablet. I'm 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 not sure, but I I know that there are some there are a couple of people listening who are massive massive fans of massive massive phones. That's the two listeners. Both the listeners love it. Anyway, thank you very much, chaps. Always a pleasure. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Ray Flanford. It's always a pleasure. It is always a pleasure. Uh, so the level of the please, please, please uh, comment wherever you hear this. You can uh, you can listen and subscribe on 361podcast.com. You can follow us on Twitter at 361podcast. You can subscribe to us on SoundCloud, which is where all our audio goes. And we are also on the Facebook. So thank you very much. See you next week. Bye-bye.